0: Welcome to Ed Saucedo's Road to Greatness podcast. Here, you'll gain confidence from those who have already succeeded in entrepreneurship, personal development, investing, and personal finance. In addition, follow Ed's journey as he develops on his road to greatness. Now, your host, Ed Two Three, two, one. What is going on, podcasters? Welcome in to Ed Sausillo's Road to Greatness podcast. And I'm very excited today because I have a very special guest, um, Brandon Stevens, aka Brandon Cody, um, as he's known on social media. Um, He's an an inspirational uh, startup business owner um, and he's a very driven guy. You know, I've been able to see him and what he does on social media, and he's got great content out there. Um, And he's also very, very passionate about psychology and uh mental health so we'll we'll make sure to touch on that in this episode. Um Brandon how you doing? I'm good man. Glad to
1: be in touch. Glad to finally get this thing rolling.
0: Yeah, it's good to have you on. Um well, we're going to kick this off by just kind of going over how you grew up, um kind of how you were brought up and if you saw yourself being who you are today um oh boy. when you were when you were younger. So Let's see what you got.
1: Uh, all right. So basically, so right now I'm on February 1st, I'll be 25 years old, but um, I grew up in a small that like, I'm not sure where most of you guys are from or where you're from in general, but I'm from a one stoplight town. Like we, it's a very small population under 3000, Hensdale, New Hampshire. We have one stoplight. Our biggest attraction is a Walmart. I mean, <laughs> it's just how it is. But I grew up in this small, small town in a public school and it was just my, my life has been interesting. My mother died when I was 10 months old. I've never known my father, my grandmother who ended up raising me suffered from mental illnesses left and right her entire life. Um, and it was just kind of like, I've, it's not the ideal experience, especially being in such a small town with nobody around, um. Suffered from getting bullied most of my life inside of school. I mean, you, you can see how the, the trajectory ends up going when you um, have one, one catalyst moment after another, after another, after another, and trauma just stacks upon trauma. But um, I was raised here. I did graduate high school. At least I did that. Uh, not that I did much, but I mean, I did graduate high school. And it was interesting because I actually, like my first... My first bout in business, I had no idea what the hell I was actually doing. I didn't even know it was a business. What happened was it was my senior year in high school, and I was, I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with GoDaddy.com, the auctioning domain names, but Mm -hmm. it was my senior year in high school and I had a well, I was at a web design class. And I remember it was just so interesting to me. I remember like I just got called out of um guidance counselor because like it was it was inter- i was a very very smart kid i just didn't care because of my situation and so it was like it didn't matter to me so i got because i didn't apply for college i got um it's interesting i got called out of my class and senior year and brought to the guidance counselor's office for her to sit me down and ask me if i wanted to be a loser the rest of my life because i didn't <laughs> college right and so I'm mm-hmm. like, I was like the moment like this. I, I mean, you're supposed to support kids, right? Like, at least that's what I thought. Like, who sits you down? You know what I mean? Who sits you down in the middle and looks you straight in the face and goes, I'm concerned that you want to end up a loser the rest of your life. Like, what the fuck is that supposed to do to you? You know, like, what, like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? And then, And then she explained how. She expected me to be better and do better and actually apply to college because I was evading it. I wasn't applying because I didn't want to go to college. I didn't, It didn't do anything for me. And so they stripped me of my uh, senior privileges so I couldn't leave school early or no matter how much my grades are good, until I applied for college. Now, later I found out that my school had incentive to get kids to sign up for college. And this is a whole fucked up situation that i figured out happens in most schools and that the only reason they push kids to college is because that school in general gets paid to do it so it's mm-hmm. like a candid thing that no one really knows exists and you it, teach it's it, teachers are not in your best interest they're actually for the profit of the school system obviously but um anyway so i went back to class that day and they were uh web design so they were teaching you how to build like websites and stuff um, do keyboards, do graphic design, different stuff. So we stumbled upon GoDaddy.com. And I had this moment, which was insane because I saw this web, this domain. It was RockObamaMemorability.com. I remember it clear as day. And it had 21 bits, no website, nothing, just the domain name, right? 21 bits, $50,000. And I was like, you know what I mean? Like sir, for somebody who grew up in a small town, Who's never seen more than anybody making like what ten to twelve dollars an hour? You look at that and you're like, why is that fifty grand? Like, it, like most people would have brushed by it, but for some reason, my brain connected and I'm like, somebody just bought a domain name, and this is back in the .com, which is like .com and .net, like a couple of them that didn't blow the internet wide open. I'm like, somebody right. bought a domain name. All they did was raise the price on it and put it for sale because it was you know it was like high, highly targeted it was it was a domain name that people wanted so it mm-hmm. obviously on the google I sent traffic and stuff to it or whatever they did i didn't know anything i was talking about back then but i saw this domain name and i was like why is this 50 grand and i remember i had like 80 bucks to my name at that point because it was a high school kid in my pocket so i so i took out my debit card And I was like, well, I can do this too. For some reason, (laughs) reason, I was like, I can do this too, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? Why not? So I went in and I bought like a bunch of random domain names and just hiked the price a couple thousand dollars and put them back on the web, right? And I was Mm -hmm. like, we'll see what happens. About a week goes by and before I know it, they're selling. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, at this point, I have no idea what the hell is going on. I was like, are you kidding me? They're selling. Because mind you, this was like at the tier end of the dot com. Like it was like there was no dot net, dot TV, dot this, dot that. It was like three to five big dots. And that was it. So if you got dot coms, you had gold. Right. And so that's what mm-hmm. I was doing. And so I started posting on Craigslist, driving traffic. People saw the metrics. And then I, st- I turned like 80 bucks into several thousand dollars. And then by the end of that senior year, I had turned that 80 bucks into, I don't know, I think it was like oh, the exact number was like 197000 and something. And it was like, think about that for a minute. Like, like can you imagine a, a kid, right? Like in one year, going from nothing to like more than, you know, having no idea what the fuck they were doing, Right. And mm-hmm. it it was a crazy moment in my life where I was like, "Holy shit!" I just I was like, "I'm now I get the ego. Now I'm the big dog, right? Now I'm the big dog." Again. So I go and I have all this money, and I start um, I start spending it like a moron because <laughs> I don't know what to do. I start spending it. I literally went back to that same guidance counselor, and I was like, "I was like, what's your favorite car?" By the way. She had no idea I I'd had this money, and she told me, and I went out, and I bought her favorite car for myself, and then I pulled it <laughs> next to her. Like, mind you, she's a guidance counselor, so she had, like, what, a, like, an Olanda Civic or something, so it's a car she couldn't afford. It was, a, it was like, a brand-new, um, well, almost brand-new. Like, her favorite car was a Chevrolet Camaro 2SS, right? And so mm-hmm. I went out, and that's what I bought. And so when I, uh, next time I went to school I went and I parked right next to her and when she came, and when she was going in the morning she saw me and the look on her face just said it all and I'm just thinking in my head I'm like yeah loser right <laughs> I'm just thinking it in my head because I was like it was like this incredible fulfilling like fuck you type of attitude moment when I realized there were no limits in life right mm-hmm And so, like, that was kind of, like, my spark into this entire world. Now, to shorten that up, just so we can cut it off here for your next questions, to shorten that part up, that all crap, like, give, what, a year and a half since then? Um, From, like, a year and a half from that very point I just told you about, I lost everything. So it was back mm-hmm. to zero again because obviously I didn't know what I was doing. But that singular moment in my life, that singular thing that happened o- opened up this like feeling inside me that then for the next couple of years made me like I could not work a job. Like every job I went to, I just bounced and bounced and bounced and bounced and bounced because I had this itch and they call it the entrepreneurial itch. I was like 10 bucks and because now I'm thinking I made all this money. Why can't I do it again? Right. Mm hmm. And so that's kind of like how my life started and how everything got into it. it gets a little bit more intense than that, but um that's just the basis in the beginning
0: no that's that's some powerful stuff definitely um, The next question I have is um how did you get into the power of habits? I know you're very you talk a lot about you know the the power and impact habits can have on your life um, how did that spark your interest and then um going off of that, you know, how can the listeners uh, apply habits and change them to benefit them in their lives?
1: Okay, so full transparency, like my my obsession with psychology, the content I put out the stuff I talk about with mental health and mental illness and everything that's complete has nothing to do with my business, I run a completely different business. And I'm starting a startup completely different than that. But the reason I talk about it is because I'm so passionate about it. And I'm so into that type of stuff is because I've suffered from it my entire life. And the reason I talk about habits and trying to get people to understand the power of habits is because it's the catalyst to changing everything about your life. A simple One simple thing you learn today, repeated for the next 21 to 90 days, can create a habit that can completely change the trajectory of your life. And most people don't look at life like that. What am I talking about? What's going to get a little dark for a minute in the past five years of being on my own, starting business, going through stuff because of trauma, because of everything. I'm actually a, I I don't know what you would call it. That's not triggered, but I'm, I'm a survivor of two attempts of suicide. I've tried to end my own life twice in the past five years. Now, most people would say like, oh, there's something fucked up inside me. No, that's not it. There's. The specific, when you get into a dark hole, you there's, the, I call it the pit. Like when you go down and down and down and down and down into the pit, you see no way out. Anything looks better. And people are like, oh, these people have like fucked up mental problems or they're not cool, they're not okay. People are just looking for a way out. But the thing is, what a lot of people don't understand is in those moments when you're looking for way out, you have two options. One, of course, is the two routes I tried to take. And the other one, is simply taking the least amount of effort you can, and creating one new habit that can transform the trajectory of your day. Now, people are like depressed people, people with mental illness, people with mental health, depressed people, um, socially anxiety—you know, people with anxiety, people—all this stuff—they get so caught up in the symptoms of what they're having. They don't—they—they re- they feel like they have to make this entire transformation, right? Entrepreneurs, especially, business owners, especially. Even most of the time, I've seen a lot of athletes that weren't happy even. And it, it's crazy. I mean, you've got to think about this. Why do rich people kill themselves? Like, think about it. Th- think about all the people you know, the famous and rich people that you hear on the news all the time. Like so-and-so, suicide, hung himself, killed himself, ended it. You know, why? Why is this happening if money ma- if money was the catalyst to fixing your life? If, if money was the catalyst to happiness, why is this happening? Is because people get so lost in themselves that they can't find a way out. They think they have to make an entire like like they think they have to go from being a couch potato to climbing a mountain to find that way out. When all they need to do is take one step, and that's what a habit is. Is because when my darkest moments of my life, I started when I when I had a little bit like the teeniest ounce of motivation. I div- I was like, all right, what's one thing I can do to feel better today? right? Mm-hmm. What's one thing you can do? That's not like, that's not like a, a huge goal, right? That's not like, oh my, I'm going to change my life and then get demoted. What's one thing I can do to make myself consistently show up better, feel better, etc. And then I would do that thing until it became part of my lifestyle. Like I do that thing until I, like I felt better every single day. One of the things I started doing was working out, right? Because that floods your body with endorph uh, with endorphins, it helps your hormone levels. It helps you know regulate the chemicals in your brain. It helps you feel good. It helps you concentrate. So I started working out every single day. What and that was a habit I built that helped me ca- that helped me change everything around and never get. Um, into that mood and stuff, into those dark places again. And then it went from working out to adding on meditation, to adding on gratitude, to adding on different things, to adding on drinking a full gallon of water a day, which is one of the best energy and like mind-clearing benefits you can ever have is drinking a gallon of water a day. And I just became obsessed with understanding habits from that scenario because if I never understood the power of habits and took it one habit at a time – I, there's a good chance, that there's like a really good chance I want to be around right now because people are looking for like, pe- people think they have to make massive change when it's just like 1%, one thing, 1% better each day. And that pulled me out of that darkness and allowed me to continue going to develop this kind of like insane, like blind faith and relentless drive because I know with habits, I have the power to feel any way I want any day I want.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great stuff right there. And I love that, especially going, um, you know, step by step and kind of, you know, I love, I love the saying always be where your feet are, um, and just take one step at a time and habit stacking,
1: habit stacking. You want to create your entire life. This is how I look at it. Your entire life, everything you've done at everything you've done. The reason you're talking to me right now is because you built a habit of doing something years ago that got you to this conversation you your entire life is designed by habits like people are like oh i want to get you don't want to get fit right people you want to live fit you don't want to get rich you want to live rich you don't you know you get what i'm saying like you have to have you have to live the entire thing like people people think it's something like oh i'm going to go to a boot camp and get fit no because guess what happens if it's not a habit you're not going to stay fit like right. you're, I want to be, I want to get healthy. No, you want to live healthy because if I be, habits are building blocks. Think about this. When you're building a house, you have to layer the bricks first and you have to keep layering the bricks in a, in a square rectangle or however, you know, your house is. you have to keep layering the bricks around and around and around and keep stacking the bricks and stacking the bricks until you eventually get the entire foundation for you to build a beautiful home upon. That's exactly like the human body in, a, in building what we call the lifestyle. It's not something where you just go from a lazy fuck on the couch one day to an overnight success or a billionaire stuff. Or if people really want to change their lives in their mind, if you want to really influence and affect your mind, you have to figure out how your body works. You have to reverse engineer why things are happening the way they are and then build a counter habit to that and do that habit until it sticks. I love that.
0: Um, and kind of going off your, um, dark stage, how did, how do you think you, you're, you're kind of, you know, I can tell you're, you're, you're a different breed kind of compared to other people that have been through what you've been through. Um, and especially looking at your situation with, uh, you know, being raised by your grandma, you know, how did, what do you, do you think it's something you were born with where you, You know, you you were just put in this situation and you decided that you you were going to look at it differently or was there somebody that uh, made a big influence on you or do you think it was a combination of both? But why do you think, you know, you kind of took your situation and um, I guess reacted the way you did?
1: Yeah. So basically I ended up creating this thing in my head like I was like I was talking to you before. Called like the fuck it switch, which is going to sound like, like almost lunatic, like crazy. But I used to like, I got so fed up in my situation of being lack of controlling things and having shit just happen to me. I started realizing for some reason, if I could create a dissociation between who I am and who I want to be, and then pretend like I was putting on a mask to do that, to become that person and then operate from that visualized standpoint, I could do whatever the hell I wanted. I would, lo- I would get rid of my insecurities, I would get rid of my depression, I would get rid of everything. It would just go out the window, right? And I don't know how I came to that, and I used to like call it the fuck it switch where I used to sit down, or whenever I needed to do something and I had like every- what most people's mental health would hold them back from, I used to literally visualize myself going into my brain and flipping a, wh- a light switch and it, it would to me, it was like when Spider Man puts on the mask or when Batman puts on the mask, they become somebody completely different, and they're not held responsible to who they actually are. Mm-hmm. So what that did was it gave me freedom, and I could act from a point of no limits. I have no idea why this worked for me, but I it was like understanding the fact that if if you're in if you're having that like ninety percent of your mental health issues are tied to a past perception of yourself so if you can untie those knots and just not have things relate to you then you don't have those issues i mean you still do but for like when you put the mask on you're not operating from a standpoint of those issues because nothing can touch you and so that was kind of my survival mechanism, which pushed me to do things. And because I was able to do that, I ended up going into that. That's like initially how I started habit it building. Cause I was like, all right, I used to be so socially anxious. I couldn't go for a run outside because I was like, Oh my, you know, like what if so-and-so from third grade comes and sees me and laughs at me or yell, you know what I mean? Like all this stupid shit in my head. Right. right? And it was like, so, and that's, that's, this, but the minute I hit the fuck it switch, it was like, don't run like, like mm-hmm. it was like because i didn't feel like me i i didn't feel i felt like there was no responsibility to that and it was really weird but so we started building these habits and the habits stacked and to eventually got to a point where those habit stacking beat the bullshit in my head anyways So it's like, because I turned into a habit, I wasn't afraid of it. I didn't have those problems. And I I eventually developed enough good habits that it got me out of my own head. And it just became a lifestyle, which made my life 10 times easier. And I understood the foundational habit building. So it's like, you can fight your own mental health. Like Like people don't see how you can do it. But it's like, if, if you have the right habit, like I pulled myself out of that shit. I didn't have anybody. I was looking, if you knew how long I was looking for somebody to save me, you would, you would have been astonished. i always thought somebody else was going to save me until one day I was just like, I don't fucking care anymore. I was like, I, I just like, I hit that switch and I'm like, I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do, regardless of how I feel about it. And I just went for it. And I realized if I could get in that mode, it's kind of, I think they call it, um, at a high level, they call it like uh, state shifting now or mm-hmm. is make it, making a state shift in your body or in your mind like before sales call. If you like pump out push-ups, you become like, ooh, you know what I mean? Or like when you pound your chest, it's a state shift. It's like, you know, I don't know if you ever watch Wolf of Wall Street, but when they're standing, they're going, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That's a state shift is because you're getting rhythm and you're becoming – the chest pounding is an alpha male um, char- uh, characteristic in the jungle for primates, right? So when you do that, you become, you feel more powerful and more driven and more confident. Just like I can close deals on an exercise bike because I'm going my like it's, it's a complete state shift so if I'm on the phone and on my bike they're going to feel my state through that and if you state shift and you go through that, it actually completely eliminates your mental health issues for those moments because you can't be depressed and having endorphins flood your brain
0: Right, no, that's that's definitely that's definitely powerful stuff, Um, but yeah, I I definitely have noticed the difference between you know I think they call some people call them power poses um, where you kind of take up a bigger amount of space and it helps you you know feel that confidence Mm and um, it helps you communicate with others better.
1: This is more along the line of pickup, but this is like life. Everybody should know this shit. If you sit. In a chair, if you're at a bar and you're, or a nightclub or wherever, and you're sitting in a chair, as a man, you're supposed to sit with your legs spread out, relax, your arms out, and take up as much space as possible. If no other guy in the bar is sitting just quite like you, you'll, the women will come over to you. You don't have to do a damn thing because it heightens the alpha, like that, that alpha male characteristic in you. But what that alpha male characteristic does is it allows you to become more confident just from the way you're sitting, you feel more confident, which then is, by the way, a so if let me back up a minute so you understand this. So get this if you create a habit, right, of sitting like that, it creates a result of confidence, which creates another result of confidence desired situations actually happening to you which then in return guess what it creates a lifestyle see where i'm going with habits so if you want to change how you feel change a habit and so you like first you got to understand this shit But if you change, it's like you didn't have to go out and become a marathon runner. You didn't have to go out and talk to 100 women. You didn't have to go out and like go see 20 doctors to feel like why you have social anxiety or like why you're depressed or people don't like you. All you have to do is figure out how do I sit different?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's powerful stuff Um, and definitely finding those kinds of, you know, things and you know, I, I always like to say, you know, there's nobody that's going to take control of your life better than you. You know, it's, it's got to come from you. Um, and just making those small little changes can actually make a big impact. Like you said, you know, making a small habit change um, and getting 1% better every day is going to make a big, big difference.
1: People, uh, this is something, this is in business, this is a crazy thing I see all the time. People are like, how do I make money? How do I make money? How do I make money? I can't make it. I can't make it. I can't make it. Here's the thing. You go and ask them, how many people are you talking to a day? They go, none. So what if you made right. a habit of talking to 20 or 30 people a day? It's better than mm-hmm. the none you're doing right now. Stack that over a year. You're going to make money. If you have a three to five exactly. thousand product and you talk to 30 people a day, you're not going to end that year broke. Yep. You're just not. It's not. It's just not going to happen, right? Like, And people are like, oh, I talked to 30 people today and I didn't make money. Okay, that's today. Over a course of a week, look at that number. Law of averages. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's... That's good stuff, man. Um, For to kind of end the podcast, I want before you we go to our last section, I want you to kind of mention your social media and how people can find you if they want to keep keep up with what you're up to and um, follow you. So how are you on social media?
1: I'm an Instagram junkie. I've been redesigning my Instagram for the new launch and doing stuff. I still post stuff. I'm an Instagram junk junkie. So you can find me at at Brandon Cody, B R A N D O N C O T Y Y on Instagram. Actually that's all my social media handles, but um, I'm mostly on Instagram and definitely on LinkedIn. I just reactivated my Facebook cause I did a Facebook, uh, um, Rehab, I guess, where you shut it off for like 90 days and you have zero Facebook. It actually, it made me feel a hell of a lot better. I actually recommend if anybody wants to stop being addicted to the newsfeed, get rid of their Facebook for 90 days. You don't, if you generally don't need it, Uh, if you're in B2B, use LinkedIn. If you're in other stuff, Instagram's fine. But the Facebook newsfeed is like intoxicating to the human brain and causes you to have a fake releases of dopamine over and over and over again, causing a need for instant gratification to rise, which then directly punishes you and the ability to build habits because habits are over time and instant gratification is well, instant.
0: Yeah, that's that's fascinating. You know, I know how social media is kind of wired to keep you on there. Um, and yeah, that's definitely something to talk to on another podcast and um, look into. Um, but to, to let you go, um, what's one thing you'd say to all the listeners? You know, it can be about anything, a favorite quote. Um, something powerful Um, just one thing you'd like to say to the listeners
1: it's the one thing I want to say It's not even a quote but it's just kind of like my thing I, I talk to myself about all the time it's just you got it no one's coming to save you no one there's no one there's no one coming to save you there's no magic anything there's no roadmap to business there's no roadmap to success you just have to fucking do stuff like, it's like you just have to go out there and do it. There's no one coming to save you. Everyone's trying to hold out. And it's just like the only person that can save you is you.
0: Thanks for listening to Ed Saucedo's Road to Greatness podcast. Follow the journey and connect with Ed at edsaucedo.com. See you next time.